pray for them as they're in Texas right now. They're having conference, and uh, I know they're having a good time, amen, in the Lord. And um, just want to go real quick, amen. I'm not going to take a long time. I don't really do, amen, because then you won't be back, amen. But that's a whole different sermon tonight. I want to thank my pastors for giving me the opportunity, amen, for setting me up for, for greatness, amen. And uh, if you have your Bibles, church, you can go with me to the book of John, amen. You know, this month, our pastor's been speaking about how did I, ask me, how did I get saved, amen? And about the power of your testimony, amen? I believe that every man and woman of God has something that is precious, amen? And that's your testimony. See, I learned from, um, I was watching on TV um, something that happened in World War II at the concentration camp of, um, I, re- I think it's Auschwitz. And there was this lady that survived the, the Holocaust and, and, and survived a lot of things that happened in there. She went in there as a little girl. And um, she was saying that she went in with her sister, with her mom, and, and a lot of family. And only two people from that group survived, including her, amen? And one thing that caught my heart, it was that she said, they try to take my life. They try to take, they took pieces of my body away. They try to take everything they could, even if they would have taken my life. But they could have never taken my integrity, my mind, my soul, and that I believe in God, that God was going to deliver me out of the place. Can I get an amen? And it was powerful because even though she stood against some horrible things, she was able to stand and say, you know what? I have a, I have a testimony. I have faith that God came through. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering tonight. As I was studying this evening or this afternoon, and, and I was praying and I was asking God to lead me to the, to, to the word. And, and, and it's something that it's a, it amazes me because all you got to do is ask. Amen. He's a generous father. Amen. He's a, he's a God that loves you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you came from, what have you done. You know, everything was paid at the cross. Can I get an amen? Come on, give him a clap off in this, this afternoon, this evening. So if you go with me to the book of John, chapter 8. The book of John, chapter 8, verse 12. And the Bible says this. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Let's pray real quick. Father, we just thank you tonight, God. I thank you for your word that is alive, that is active. I thank you for your people that are here tonight. I pray for those that are hurting, God, those that are confused, God, those that are going through hardships, Father God, that you would just ease, Father God. I rebuke every devil, Father God, any attack from the enemy, Father God. And I pray that you strengthen them tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap off and amen. See, um, when I was reading this, you know, I, I don't take nothing out of contest. You know, I know I skipped the beginning, but just to give you a, a little quick um, paraphrasing. It was something powerful that happened here because Jesus 
Hachiz barely got tried, amen? Or they tested him. Can I get an amen? If you go up the chapter a little bit more, you know, he was dealing with Pharisees, with the Sadducees, with the people. You know, he walked in and the, the Sadducees brought him a woman that she was caught right in the act of adultery, amen? And they came and they, they, they tried to question him and they told him, you know, well, if you know so much, you know, in the book of, in the law, in the book of Moses says that if a woman is caught doing this, he sh- you know, she, should, she, she needs to die. We're going to stone her to death. And then he goes, and it's powerful what he did. You know, you, if you don't know, you know, you can read it later, amen, because my time is, is very precious right now. <laughs> but he goes to the ground and starts writing their names, their sins. He starts revealing everything to them. And by the time, you know, Jesus gets up and um, does it again and, he looks, and the woman's by herself. It's like, what happened, daughter? You know, he's just have a little conversation. You know, nobody, no, nobody came and attacked you, nobody. He said, no, no, Lord, nobody came and did anything. And it was something powerful because as a man and a woman of God, Jesus represents not only, I mean, how can I say this in a, in a, in a nicer way? Jesus is everything to me. Can I get an amen? He's, he's, a, he's, he is in my marriage. He is in my children. He is at my job. Wherever I go, I got to take him with me. Amen. Amen. But Jesus had a, how can I say this? He didn't have to say anything. He didn't have to prove anything. But one thing I let you know is that I know that the moment that Pastor Eiji spoke on Sunday about the power of testimony, you got tried. Can I get an amen? amen. Uh, something came against you. Can I get an amen? You know Family could have got sick. Something happened. Why? Because you know what's powerful? is to hold or to keep a testimony. Can I get an amen? amen? See, Jesus could have said, like, you know what? Fire and brimstone and burn them away, you know? But no. Jesus had love and compassion even for those that hated him. Amen? Here in the Word, I'm looking at the, at the life of, of, um, of, our, of our Lord. And the way that he speaks in this verse is, Something powerful, amen. One thing that my pastor taught me, church, it was to be gentle. Can I get an amen? I know some of us, a lot of us, including myself, didn't have that, amen. I was so rough. I was a rough rider. Can I get an amen? I was so rough, so, so cutting with anything. I, I, I expected 20. I asked for 10. I expected 20. And through the love of a father, amen, and through a pastor that began to just instill in me the word of God. Like Jesus begins to do it right here. Amen. He begins to tell us that Jesus spoke to them uh, again and saying, I am the light of this world. Let me tell you something, church. You are living in a dark world right now. The world is not getting any better right now. By the second. Christians are being murder left and right right now for their faith people are suffering of hunger people are dying and going to hell without knowing that there's a savior that there's somebody that cares that there's a place that they can come to the church to the house of god and love upon them church that people are dying not knowing that jesus did it for them church you got to understand something this world is dying 
And it's going to take people like you and I to stand in the word of God. To get in our faces and pray. And say, God, I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast for my city. I'm going to fast for this country that is dying. That has separated itself from the word of God. See, you have to come into sense, church. I had a lot of wake-up calls, church. A lot. One thing I learned is either I'm going to be a good testimony or I'm going to be a bad one. I learned a long time ago that the only face and the only Jesus they're going to see is going to be our face. Can I get an amen? And whatever we take, um, that's why people get discouraged. That's why people said, you know what? No, I'm Charlie with church. Let me translate that. Forget about church. They say, no, no, for what? For, because, you know, things have been so intense in this last few years, church, that people need to see the real deal. See, when I come to church, I know that I'm going to speak the word of God, that I know that I'm not going to come out the same way I came in. That I know that God is going to touch me. I know that God is going to take care of me. Why? Because I made my mind. I made a decision to stand when nobody wants to stand. To do and do the will of God when everybody has left. When everybody has said, you know what? Forget about it. See, they did no, no, no. I decided to say that today, me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering tonight. Amen. something about it church there's something about this this beautiful scripture that Jesus says I am the light of the world we live in a world church all you gotta do see you don't even have to turn on your TV just go to your Facebook ABC News all this news right now when I was praying in the back there was a pursuit right now See, we have to be men and women of God that are sensitive. We have to be men and women of God that are going to say, you know what? Enough, it's enough. We need to make a difference and pray for the lost. Pray for that prostitute. Pray for that gang member. Pray for that man that is in prison right now. Pray for those that are in the, in the shoe program right now. That they want to take their life because they're miserable. Pray for them. It's going to take you and I to realize that the only light that we can give them is Jesus. Because Jesus is the King of kings, amen. Jesus is the Lord of lords, amen. He's full of compassion. He's full of love. He's full of power. He's full of virtue. He's full of everything you ask. Jesus has it for you, amen. I had to learn that the hard way, amen. Because you know, some of us, including myself, we're hard-headed. Amen. And we bump ourselves. And Pastor Reggie one time he told me, if the donkey kicks you once, it's an accident. If he kicks you again, you liked it and you stay there. Amen. <laughs> Come on, get the Lord Club Harvard, amen. Some of us, we've been ran over by the donkey, amen. Hello, operator. Amen. See, Jesus is a, I love, I love, I love the way that, that God moves in people in the men's home. I'm, I'm homegrown too. I came out of the men's home. Amen. 
It's something powerful, amen, because, see, I'm, I'm sharing a little bit because we, got a, we know that is our, the power of our testimony. How did I get saved? Very brief, very quick. I was a gang member. I didn't live with my wife for three and a half years. I had it going on on my own. All I did was make pain and suffer to those that love me. I wasn't a father because I wasn't there for my kids. And one day, I was at Patterson Park in the east part of Riverside. And um, I was in the group with, with, with my friends, you know, my so-called friends. We're about to do something very dumb. And right there, God sent some brothers from another ministry. And they asked, hey, can I pray for you, brother? Can I, can I pray for you? I said, oh, he, okay, you know, okay. I, I wasn't ashamed of God, even though I wasn't living right. But I knew since I was a little kid, I had a, I, I had a foundation. My aunt, she was a diehard Christian. As you say, you curse, she'll smack you right there. How says the Lord not to do that, amen? You know, she was, I remember, she was rough, amen? But I, I remember that she always told me, when you're in trouble, son, call on to Jesus. Call on to God. He'll hear you. He'll, he'll, he'll deliver you. And it was something powerful because that night, church, I was at the park, guns, everything, you, you name it, ready to do something very dumb. And the brother comes and says, can I pray for you, man? Can I pray? I said, okay, go ahead, pray for me. He prayed for me. He says, why don't you show reverence? Why don't you bow your head? You, know, you, you don't even know nothing about God. He says, I don't know. I just know that God can help me. Trust me, church. Just because you see them out there. Just because you don't see them responding to you. They don't want to be in the condition they're in right now. They hate it. They want to be delivered, but they just don't know how. All you got to do is love them. Give them the word of God. Say, brother, I understand. Come on now. Let's go to church. See, tell them you're going to buy them lunch and dinner. That's how I do it to my family, amen? Or I have a better one. I'll cook for you, amen? That never fails, amen? But that night, they prayed for me. There were three guys that were there with me. They say, no, I don't want jealous, all prideful, false pride, arrogance pride that we had in the streets, amen, that we lived a lie. It was just a lie from the enemy. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering, amen, because it was a lie. It was a lie. Nobody needs to be in a gang. Nobody needs to be a prostitute. You don't need to deal crack. You don't need to deal heroin. You don't need to be a drug addict. You need Jesus. And Jesus will deliver you. Can I get an amen tonight? Hallelujah, Lord. Short story. One of them is in dead row right now. The other one, I buried him six months ago. The other one can't be found. And I'm the last one left. That moment, I just remember that it was just a tragic place in my life because I didn't want to continue harming my wife, my children. It was just, it was, it was a miserable place in my life, church. All I knew was that when I'm going to get caught slipping, somebody's going to come and kill me. Or I'm going to do life in prison for the rest of my life. And I said, no. And that weekend, it was funny, man, because 
I go with my wife and I go pick up a turkey. When I go to the, when I go to my house and deliver the turkey, she says, okay, thank you for the turkey. Get out of my house. I never want to see you ever again. I don't want you in my life or my kid's life. She turned ninja on me. I thought she was playing. Amen. Because I was, you know, just when you think that they won't leave you, just when you think you can abuse your spouse, uh, you know, with words and, you know, and be a bully, you know, you think that it's not going to happen to you. And guess what? It happened to me. Reality came. I just remember a few, uh, a week before that I was, somebody prayed for me. I said to the Lord, I was in tears. I didn't know what to do. They offered me to go to this. They offered me to go there. And I said to myself, no, the only thing I can do is just to go to the men's home. I know God can give me my wife back. I know God can restore me. I know God can give me that life that he intended for me since the beginning. I know that we serve a big God. Even though I'm a filthy sinner, I'm full of sin and addiction, God. Help me right now, God. And I drove myself to the men's home. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering, amen. I told my mom, come and get my car. My wife didn't drive at that time, so, you know, so here, take it. She doesn't even want it. And next thing you know, I'm in the men's home. Now I'm praying in tongues. Now God is using me in the men's home and not just to beat up the kids in their amen because I was in the youth home too. Oh, I was headache. I was trouble, amen. Because that, that arrogance and that pride that I had from, from the streets, I didn't like anybody to tell me anything, amen. I know you don't say that, amen. But see, God had to deal with me. That's just part of the testimony because then you're going to get bored, amen. But all I'm telling you is that God did it for me. God can do it for you. Now, church, come on, give him a clap off me, amen. God gave me my wife back and plus five children. Can I get it, amen? See, he's a God of multiplication, amen. He has blessed us. Oh, my Lord. He has done something beautiful in our marriage. Why? Because I decided that I wasn't going to live that life. And I have a God that cares for me. When nobody cared, there was a God. His name is Jesus. He's my Savior. And that's how I got saved. Can I get an amen tonight? Hallelujah, Lord. Now, church, those that are here, youth, little ones, elders, Everybody in general, you, you play a, a, a powerful, powerful role in church out there because your testimony of purity is powerful for those that are out there. You're a light walking in the dark world because I know, church, that the schools right now are infested with gangs, with drugs, church. They are recruiting kids up to the age of seven years old. How do I know? Because I was blessed to go with Pastor R and Samantha to go speak to the district attorneys. It had happened in my house, church. When I had to decide that if I was going to be a man of God or I was going to run away to be the old me. Can I get an amen? amen. See, come on, give them a, give them a clap. Off. I don't care who you are. You will be tested on your testimony. Something happened with one of my children. Ah, they messed with the wrong kid. Can I get it? 
oh, Lord. All I can remember is just my wife going like this, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. There was the local gang. And only I'm telling you this to help you to see where I come from. A local gang tried to mess with my daughter real bad. They did. And in that moment, I decided, some of you guys know me, you know, some of you guys don't. I walk into my closet, and I say, say hello to my little friend, amen. <laughs> Let me translate that real quick. I looked at the clocks. I looked at the AR-15. I looked at my family. And I had to be either the old me dies or the old me comes comes back again if you have to question it it's because the devil has been messing with you he wants your testimony because if he can rip your testimony tonight if he can take it away from you if he can take it away from you he can discourage you and say you're good for nothing and you just believe a lie because regardless Jesus loves you amen see Jesus didn't come to condemn the world he came to save them can I get an amen just because you messed up it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you he wants to throw you away that's not true amen and in that moment my wife tells me oh brother you know how wives are they know how to put the oh it was like a butter knife, amen. I said, what example? Nobody's seen it. It was me and her. I had, I was flirted up. I literally dragged myself back to prayer. I said, God, help me with this right now, God. Help me with this burden, God. Help me to be a light and not a darkness in this world, amen. Help me to be that man of God that you called me to be, God. See, it's nothing... It's, there's nothing wrong with swallowing your pride, church. I still haven't seen nobody die yet. Can I get an amen? I still haven't seen somebody suffering for holding up their pride and give it away. And said, God, I choose your meekness instead because I learned that the, the wrath of man will not produce the righteousness of God. Can I get an amen tonight? I know that whatever I could do, only my family was going to suffer. Only they were going to see me in prison. And what? There goes the pastor. I had to pray and say, God, cover my children. Cover them, God. And I walked away from my closet, amen, and I feel dumb. Can I get an amen? amen. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering, amen. I looked at my wife. You know, there's nothing wrong, church, with apologizing to your spouse, amen. Because we make mistakes. Don't act like you don't, amen. See, that old nature wanted to come out. That eye for eye, the take for tag, amen? But see, something had to be broken. See, you really say you love them like you say you do? They're just sinners. They don't know any better. I knew better. So if you, if you know better, like I knew better, walk the walk and show your father's heart and have compassion for those that are lost and bound out there, church. I remember when I was those fools. Because I was. And God had mercy on me, church. God had mercy. Youth, pray. Take your Bible when you go to school. And if you can't take it, download the app. You're always on your phone anyways, amen. Men of God, continue to pray. 
Continue to pray. Woman of God, continue to pray. I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. It still works like it's the best medicine that you can take in. It's when you pray, when you're broken before God and tell him, God, you can fix this mess and make it into a powerful message of Jesus. Can I get an amen? Jesus goes on and says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. He gave you the key of life right there. He gave you salvation. He'll give you restoration. Whatever you need tonight, church, he's giving it to you. He's offering it to you. I don't know about you, but I walked in, in darkness before. And there was nothing pretty about it. All there was, it was sorrows, funerals, prison sentences, wives losing their husbands, husbands losing their kids. Tonight, I want to encourage you to walk in the light and to follow Jesus because your testimony, your testimony is powerful. Your testimony, I'm telling you tonight, no weapon formed against you shall prosper because every tongue that is rises against you, he will condemn. Can I get it, man? He will deal with it. He'll take care of it. When the, when the waters will come at a full force, he will raise a banner against it. Can I get an amen? He is your protection. Amen. He is your king of kings. He is your Abba Father. He is the one that is going to take you to the next step of your life. And he goes and says, but have the light of life. You know, King David in Psalms 119, chapter 119, verse 105. It's something, I, I love the way this psalm says because David was a man of, we know that David was a man of war, amen? And a man of prayer, a man of praise, a man that, 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 served, that was after God's own heart. But I, I believe that David, even in his dark times, always seek God, amen? See, I'm telling you tonight, not only in the dark times, seek God, but also when it's good, amen? <coughs> seek Him, and, and, and I, I want to share real quick with you. I'm getting there. Don't have some patience. <laughs> and it's, it's coming right now. Psalms 119, verse 105. The Bible says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light into my path. Can I get an amen? You know, I was reading and getting into the word and in those days, you know, David lived, he had a palace, amen, he had a place. And they, they didn't have lights like us, amen, like we can turn on the light switches. They had this oil lamps. And I, I, I don't know if you were familiar with it, but a lamp only lights up about maybe a foot away from where you're at. And he was talking about not only a, a physical light, but as a, the, the light of the word of God that will guide you to the steps of life. Amen. Because when you walk with God, church, you're not walking alone. You're walking with the king of kings. Come on, give him praises tonight. Amen. You're walking with the, the great I am. Amen. You're walking. Your walk is secure. Can I get an amen? And David knew it. And that's why he, 
I, I believe that he wrote the Psalms to encourage us to know that the Word of God will always light up your path. Can I get an amen? Will always, when you feel confused, always go to the Word of God. Make no decisions. Stand in the Word of God. Don't go crazy. Can I get an amen? amen. So, because when we go through things, we make the worst decisions. Amen. We walk like chickens without a head. Can I get an amen? Inspecting nothing to happen. Amen. Amen. Walking in the light when it's dark. That is something that if you can hold your testimony in your dark times, church, when you're going through sickness, maybe death, lost, when you're walking with the Lord and you experience something, tragedy in your life, it could, it could be many things. You know what's the most powerful thing is that people can see that you're still coming to church. They can see that you're still lifting up your hands when it's praise and worship. Can I get an amen? That you're still faithful even to pay your tithes. Amen. That you are faithful even when everybody's unfaithful. That you are able to walk with your testimony. Why? And people at work will ask you, what's wrong with you, brother? Are you high or what, man? No, I got the Holy Ghost on fire right now. You see, the prophet Jeremiah said it. I tried to walk away from God, but there was a fire up on my bones, amen, that I couldn't contain. People will see it. When I'm at work, my God, I hear some things. Woo! I can even say I'm on the pulpit, amen? One time they asked me, so how long have you been married? For a long time. Aren't you get bored? See, do this, do that. I'm like, no, my brother. No. I don't get bored because I don't go by little kids' feelings anymore, brother. I grew up. I grew up. I grew up out of that. Amen. I, 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 don't, I don't do that no more, man. I, I, I didn't do it before, but I don't do that. <laughs> Clear it. <laughs> I don't do that. Why? Because God has blessed me with a beautiful wife, amen. A woman of prayer, amen. That I know that when I'm weak, my wife is praying, fasting, getting a hold of God. That's why I'm telling you, when you find a wife, you find favor. Can I get an amen? Come on, give the Lord a clap offering tonight. When everybody wants to do the wrong, shine. When everybody wants to leave, Stand like a light. Amen. Stand and show your heart. I'm telling you, people get blown away sometimes. You know, everywhere I go. Last week too, I was at the hospital visiting. And right there, somebody began to ask me about my shirt. I had, I had the Living Word, uh, our Living Word Church. I love my church. And somebody came and asked me something. See, I think for some reason, every time you have like a Jesus freak church uh, shirt on or your church shirt on, sometimes you get tested the most, man. Oh, I go to living work. What do you want? Amen. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I was just asking you something. I was there and um, I began to minister to this couple. I didn't want to. Trust me. I was tired. I was in pain. I didn't want to be there. 
I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. But it's not what the flesh wants. See, part of your testimony, church, is that you're going to have to put that flesh to die. You're going to have to put it on the cross, amen. You have to crucify it, amen. You're going to have to come to that point and say, I deny myself daily. And I will pick up my cross and I will follow him. Because if I do these things, I will have the light of the world, amen. I will be a light in this dark world. I will have life and life more in abundance. And from this light, many lights are going to come out, amen. Because you can touch people. You can touch other lives. You can be a minister. You don't have to be in the pulpit. Your life is a pulpit. Can I get an amen? Whatever you do behind closed doors, that's your pulpit. That's your sermon. Whatever you do in closed doors, that's your person. That's not your personality. That's who you really are can I get an amen I'm telling you tonight church and those that are new God's working on you don't ever feel like you're no good enough or nah, God can't do it with me that's a lie from the pit of hell. God can do it for you, church. God can do it for you, brother. God can do it for you, sister. God can do it for anybody that asks this. All you got to do is request it. Jesus, help me. I'm telling you, there's something that happens when we protect our testimony. Because how many of you know, in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, 17, verse 17, the Bible talks about what happens to the flesh? Let's go real quick so we can, we can close up. You're always going to be in a fight, church. You're always going to be fighting for your marriage. Why, what do you mean fighting, Pastor? No, no, I'm talking about in prayer. Amen. I'm not talking about to get into the down and dirty knuckles up and beating people up. That's not, that's not the way. Amen. I know that. It's not. But there's something powerful that, that happens here. I lost it. The Bible says this in chapter 5 or 17. For the flesh lusts against the spirit. Some other version says that a war against it. That it's always in conflict. Against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. So you do not. So that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. This is something powerful. When you can put that flesh, when you can, see, I learned something that my pastor always told me. See, what are you feeding? Your flesh will produce nothing. But if you feel, if you feed your spirit, there will be life produced. And rivers of living water will burst out of your spirit. Why? Because of the word of God that is in you. See, you're not doing things in the flesh. But you're doing things in the spirit. And the spirit of God will move. 
powerfully. I tell you tonight, church, when you go back to your job, when you go back to your family, wherever you go, stand with your testimony. Tell them that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. That all things have passed away. That behold, all things are new because you decided to believe in your Lord and Savior. And He has delivered you. Maybe some of you have problems speaking with people. Give them a flyer. Love on them. You don't have to speak much. Care for them. People want to see the real Jesus inside you. Can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? Amen tonight, church. Hallelujah, Lord. As we stand tonight. I know that you're going to get tested. Man, but I love what my pastor instilled in me. That when you, when you come out of it, just don't go, don't go through the same thing all over and learn nothing. He told me, be wiser, son. Learn from others' mistakes. Amen. Be wiser. Learn. Humble yourself. Show your testimony. Your testimony can bring the next Billy Graham. Your testimony can bring the next world shaker, amen. Your testimony can bring that man that is down to the greedy needy, that is about to commit suicide and say, forget about life. But you can touch that person. You can be that light in this dark world and tell them, see, Jesus loves you, brother. He did it for you. Hallelujah, Lord. Be a a light. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, we just thank you tonight, God. Father, I thank you for your spirit that is in this house. I thank you for your people that are here tonight, God. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, I pray right now, God, for each and one of us that is here. See, first of all, I want to open up these altars right now. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior tonight, I want to invite you as every head is bowed and every eye is closed. You don't know Jesus and you want to come to God and say, you know what? I, I don't know, God. I, I, I want this Jesus that, you, that you're talking about. I'm only a man that can lead you to a Savior. If there's anybody here, just lift up your hands and we're going to pray for you. Hallelujah. hallelujah. God sees that hand, brother. God sees that hand. God knows your needs. Maybe you backslid it. You walked away or you haven't been doing what's right in the eyes of God, in the eyes of man. And you say, man, I am so jacked up that nobody wants me. That's a lie. God wants you. He's married to you. He died for that. If that's you, I want you to lift up your hands right now because I want to pray for you right now. Amen. Hallelujah. If God spoke to you tonight, you need prayer. And you want something to happen in your life. You need a miracle. You need healing. Whatever it is, it's at the altar right now. I'm going to open up this altar right now so you can come. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to believe with with you. I'm going to stand in the gap. I'm going to intercede for you because I know that my God, the God that I serve, 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the same God that we serve tonight. Hallelujah, Lord. Those that have lifted up their hands that don't know Jesus, I want you to come over here too. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes, oh God. 